Here we go. So what we're talking about today, this evening, is there is a, uh, a savior in a morale called the Be'er Hagola. The Be'er Hagola is a compendium, compendium or a, uh, um, to, to the, his, another savior he wrote about, uh, called the Tiferes Yisrael. The Tiferes Yisrael is about Tersha Bixab, about the written law. And the Be'er Hagola is about Tersha Balpeh, but specifically about the, with the, sorry, the Tiferes Yisrael deals with the written law, right? Is that what I said? And the Be'er Hagola deals with the oral law. Tiferes Yisrael. So the Be'er Hagola specifically deals with the oral law to explain how the oral law works by explaining the most perplexing statements of Chazal, of the rabbis, throughout the Medrash and the Talmud. Okay? And he divides it into, the Be'er means the well. He divides it into sections. There are, there are different wells that deal with different um, categories of, of, of complexity or in the way that the rabbis talk. So here we are in the Be'er Harivi, the fourth well. And he's talking about the Gemara in Brachos, the famous Gemara in Brachos, page 7a. The Gemara says the following thing, in case that we, just to remind us. I'm Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Shmuel said, Rabbi Shmuel was the Kayin Gadol. He was the high priest. Pamachas nechnasti lahaktir kitayus. One time I went into the Kodesh HaKadoshim. It was Yom Kippur. I went into the Holy of Holies to bring the Ketoros, which is the, the incense, which is mandated by the Torah in Parshat Zachrimos, to do the service of the incense. Lefnai v'lefnem, it was on the, all the way on the inside, in the Kodesh HaKadoshim. V'raisi akasrikel, and I saw there Ko Hashem Tzvokos. I saw Hashem, with all the different names of Hashem, I saw Hashem there when I went. Yoshev al he was sitting on his throne, Rambini saw that was high and lifted. Va'amarli, and he said to me, Yishmoel b'ni, Yishmoel my son, Barcheni, give me a bracha. Oh, yeah, I think that's so true. loy, here he says lafonav, here he says lafonav, and I said to him, Rebboni master of the universe, Yehi ratzon lefanecha, it should be the the will in front of you. Kascha that your 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 mercy should conquer your your anger. And that you should deal with your children with the attribute of mercy. And that you should deal with them beyond the letter of the law. And he nodded his head. And Hashem nodded his head in acquiescence. Says the Gemara, What is this Gemara coming to teach us? What is this story coming to teach us? It's coming to teach us that that when a hedget, when a regular commoner gives you a bracha, it shouldn't be light in your eyes. And Rabbi Shmuel, even though he's the high priest, and he is in the upper echelon of, uh, of uh, the hierarchy of, of, of society, Jewish society at the time, being the high priest, but compared to HaKosh Baruch he's considered to be a commoner. And if Hashem is asking him for a bracha, that means a, he's asking a commoner for a bracha. So you learn from this that we shouldn't take a bracha from somebody who is a commoner, somebody who is beneath us, we shouldn't take it lightly. Hence the topic of the class. Yeah, so you see that Hashem took, did not take the bracha of Rabbi Shmuel ben Alisha, Rabbi Shmuel, lightly either. That's the Gemara. Famous so, Gemara, so, bracha so, 7. Sure I understood or heard, uh, so Hashem asked him for a blessing? Yes. I, yeah, we said that clearly, I think. Yes. In his vision. Shem, I mean, was it no, a vision? doesn't say it was a vision. It was my listening, oh, not your saying. Veraisi, I saw Hashem Tzvakoi Yoshev Akisei Vromvinisa. Just read the simple reading of the Gemara. Omarli, and he said to me, Shmuel Bani Barchini. He said to me, Shmuel, my son, give me a blessing. 
Yeah? It is amazing. As opposed to bless me? Is that different? No, not no. as opposed to bless no. me, as opposed to don't ask for a blessing at all because you don't need it because you're... God. Did he do it as a lesson for the commoner? The lesson is that you should not take a, a blessing, no matter who it comes from, lightly. You should take it seriously. You should consider it but like, was to that be a serious reason? matter. Was that the reason? Oh, we don't know. Hashem. We don't know the reason. I, I, I want to try and be clear. Hashem is asking the prophet to bless Hashem. No, it's not a prophet. The Kohen Gadol. Oh, okay, not even a prophet. So he's asking the Kohen Gadol to, to bless Hashem. We bless right. Hashem all the time. Right. Right? No. No, we do not. When you say Baruch Hashem, it sounds like blessed are you Hashem. Yeah, we're. I don't think it's the same thing. That's not a blessing to Hashem. Right. You see what a wild concept this is? I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not, so Hashem's asking the Kohen to bless him? Yes, yes. That's right. That's right. And you'll just have to accept it because it says so. That's right. Is this like the only instance of that, something like the that? Only instance, the only instance of that having occurred. Okay. Well, Cohen's that's their job is to bless the people on behalf of Hashem, right? This is a private meeting. Yeah. Between Hashem and and Rabbi Ishmael. Now says the Maral and is Vihine Rabim Shemim There are many people that go Meshiga that they uh, lose themselves on this on this statement of the Talmud. First of all, all of the brachos, all of the blessings come from Hashem. So if you, it, it doesn't make sense because if you're gonna, if 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 you're gonna give a bracha to Hashem, the bracha will have to come from Hashem to Hashem, mm-hmm. right? So how do you give how do you give Hashem a bracha? Now how does Hashem ask for a bracha when all the brachos come from Him anyway? That's question number one. Well, it's like having a good diet. You're blessing yourself by eating healthy. You're giving yourself. No, he asked them for a blessing. So if if Hashem is blessing Hashem, is you know we. Is that what he's doing though? Is that what he's doing? That's the question. Is that what he's doing? He's asking the high priest to bless to bless him. So you're saying is he blessing himself basically? Is that what we're asking? He doesn't need to ask, because the blessing will come from him anyway. Meaning from Hashem. The, the, the essence of the question is, what is Rabbi Shmuel doing for him? That he can't do himself. What have you done for me lately? Like, what is, what is well, it that, not, what can you do for me? Uh, Nothing. From, from, the, right? from the mundane human level, which is a very different level than Hashem's perspective, but from our level, it looks like that, that he's asking for the blessing for the benefit of the person that's giving the blessing to him. That he wants... He wants he okay, want, well, let's see what he says. He, he, he wants the, 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 the Kohen to benefit somehow in trans, to change his perspective about things by doing this or even contemplating doing this. Let's see what he says. It's for his benefit, yeah, not for so, Hashem's so benefit. It doesn't say that. It doesn't say that in the Gemara. Okay, so this what? is your quoting now, Maharal, right? In the Berhagola. Okay. So the Maharal says, So, uh, if you studied the book until now, then this would not be a question at all. Well, we didn't study the book until now. His book, you mean? Yes, because oh. we're holding, this is the fourth well, so we're well into the book. Oh. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, this would this would be not a question at all, and the reason for this is like this: If we think about it for a minute, and we'll just say simply in crude terms that God is perfect, and that means He is perfect in all aspects. Our perception of Him is not in all His perception, in, in not in all of His perfection. That's impossible. Our perception of him isn't. Our perception of him 
is not in all of his perfection because that's impossible. We'd have to be Hashem, because we are not as perfect as him, cannot see him in all of it in the totality to, totality of what he is. Right? I mean, just in simple terms, if we uh, if we put if we take two brains together, two brains from two people can see from two different perspectives, and Hashem sees just like two brains at the same time. And so one person who has one brain cannot see, can only see from one perspective. So therefore, when he sees Hashem, right, he, doesn't see, he only sees it from his perspective, not from the perspective of the other individual. Certainly, if you multiply that by a trillion people, right, then, 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 then whatever our perception of God is, is going to be... You know, X minus one or whatever, it's or one minus what? what? Whatever the number is, it's limited. So therefore, his whole entire appearance, his interaction, his manifestation of who he is, is is only is is only as and as much as we can handle that that manifestation, as much as that we can perceive it. So therefore, v'lakach. Therefore, kashayomer Yishmael b'ni Baruchini, when he says. To, Yishma, to, to the high priest, to, to, to Rabbi Yishmael, my son, give me a blessing. It doesn't mean that Yishmael is going to give a blessing to Hashem. It doesn't mean that. We cannot say that. That is, that is prohibited to say. What this is, is that once Yishmael says the bracha, then Hashem Himself is found. Once the bracha is said, whatever it is that the human being says, right? Let's say the human being now is who he is. So now, people look at the human being. They see a live person, they see an intelligent person, they see an educated person, they see a good person, they see a person who believes in God. They see, whatever they see, they see the image of God, the Tzalem Elohim, whatever it is, Right? So now, if that person expands themselves, then the image of God gets expanded also. Therefore, when Rabbi Shmuel utters a bracha, when Rabbi, Shmuel, when Rabbi Shmuel says a bracha, the bracha is an expansion of the reality that was until he uttered the bracha. Therefore, now, once the reality gets expanded in what Rabbi Shmuel says, Hashem's manifestations, Hashem's existence also becomes expanded. Two, right? Then he is found... To his creations, whatever the whatever the measure of the bracha that is being stated. So, for example, Rabbi Shmuel says, "Now, Yehirotzen, it should be your will that it should be your will that your your mercy should conquer your anger." Now that he says that, now Hashem's mercy will conquer his anger because now that it's a concept that's been flowing out there. It's a concept that's been brought into reality. And now Hashem can manifest into that reality. Because now it's, a, now it's something that's perceived. It's something that's conceptualized. It's something that is a feasibility. It's a possibility in, the, in our minds. Oh, yeah. And what does he say? Do not... Do, what does Rabbi Shmuel say? Do not judge us with the strict letter of the law. Go beyond the letter. Go beyond the letter of the law. This matter is called a bracha. Because every blessing is an addition. It is, it is, it is a multitude. It is an increase more than what was. Because a bracha is not something which we need. Because it's not a bracha, it's not a blessing if, if we get what we need. It means that it should be above and beyond what we need. You hear? Everybody, everybody uh, hear this? So therefore, Hashem has to say to Rabbi Ishmael, give me a bracha. It's not that Hashem needs to be blessed. But Hashem does need, if we, if we could say that, Hashem does need that the human beings should expand themselves in order to manifest themselves 
to 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 to, to more. So so in other words, if you if I have a, one second, Dave, if I have a child, right, and I want to talk to them physics, I need them to know physics. I need them to go take a class and understand it. So now once they understand, I can talk to them. Then they can say, oh, you see, my father knows physics also. But until they know physics, my father has nothing to offer with me about physics because now I'm, 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 I'm lacking in that, in that area. So therefore, my father's intelligence, advice, whatever it is, can't manifest itself in that area of, of, of my existence. Once I learned the physics, now I have expanded my area of existence. Now I have a concept of the thing. He can manifest himself there. So from that perspective, Hashem does need us to give him a bracha, but not because we're blessing him. He already has the physics. He knows it already. The bracha is, is that we're the, like, like David was saying a little bit, right? David was saying, is that, is that once we say the bracha, we are conceptualizing, expanding our, 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 uh, our, 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 our own selves, our, our essence, then Hashem is able to fill that get, fill that space. What do you want to say, David? Well, I just just listen to what you're saying. So the, it's it's so what he was doing for the person was expanding them. So in other words, if you're going to tell me about a concept, right, and I can't get it, you, 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 there's got to be a way that the, something opens up basically that I can now understand it. And so you're saying that was it was a, it was a, indirectly a blessing to him to he's he's reached some limits. It sounds like right. And Hashem opened it up further for his understanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he, he obviously was at the highest level, and Hashem. No, you have to open it. You have to open it up. You the you the the the, the nivra. You the created. But Hashem has to open up the limit. But Hashem so gave we bring him away. out the reality of what already is. Hashem has that reality within Himself, but. But, we need to bring it out. But he prompted it. Yes, Hashem, yes, yes. Hashem prompted it, though. So was it, as a teacher, he said, this is what you need to do to expand your mind. Yes. Okay, so it wasn't yeah. he, he naturally did it. Hashem taught him to do it, basically. Or told him, this is what you need to do. Is it, right, but there's a very fine distinction that Maral is saying here. Is that he doesn't need anything in himself. He only needs it in the relationship with us. Which means that we need it. Because he doesn't really need it. Because what? Why he doesn't have a benefit from 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 giving to us what he already has. Yeah. So yeah, he has to initiate it because we don't know it. Now we know it because we got the Gemara. Now we know the Gemara. Mm-hmm. What? So whether it's normal prayer that we do, or whether it's special prayers over the high holidays. The goal, one of the goals is to change us from where we are and to allow us to open and to get closer to Hashem and to be better people. And, and, and opening, but this is a different magnitude we're talking about here. It's, it's similar because it's asking this high level um, uh, Kohen to, to get to a higher level. That's kind of the goal that we have, though we're not nearly at his level. But isn't that the same similar kind of idea from our prayer? Is that we should allow ourselves to grow and to open No, he makes up? a distinction between We're going to see. He okay. makes a distinction okay. that the bracha is different than a prayer. Because okay. a prayer is talking about what we need and a bracha is talking about what we don't need. But we're going to get to that. Mm. Or that we, we, but we do need, but we don't need it as a necessity. We need it as something which is beyond a necessity. Can, can we do what he's doing? What? In, in some other way? Yeah, yeah. So, so okay. So now we've come to we've come to the point that we want to make here, and then maybe I don't know. We'll see. But Nayach, we got to finish the paragraph on Nayach. We'll, we'll get to Nayach. Uh, but the the point we want to make here is like this: is that is that is that is that I I I don't know. I acknowledge that this is a little bit that this is difficult to. Uh, this is a difficult concept here. Is that is that we have within the power of ourselves. To bring into existence something that doesn't exist. For example, let's say I'm, um, let's say for example I'm, uh, I have a job, whatever. Yeah, I have a job and uh, and I I, uh, I make ends meet. I support my family. Finished. You know, we should all have that. I got it. But then I say to God, I say to Hashem, you know what? I want to be, I want to be a CEO. I want to make fifty million dollars next year. Right? Yeah. Right. Can. You know, I want to thank you in advance for giving me the fifty million dollars, whatever. Or can you give me the fifty million dollars? Or I'm giving you a bracha, you should give me fifty million. However, I say it, whatever the nusach is, right? So now, according to this, according to this, is that is that before I, before I, um, 
before I was in my regular job, whatever it was. And I was doing my thing, yeah? So my concept, my, 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 the, the reality of my perception did not expand beyond who I am. Now, but now I, I opened up my horizon, so to speak, uh, to use an idiom, and, I'll, and I'll, you know, now I look at myself as a potential CEO of a, of a huge company where I'm going to be making a huge amount of money. Right? So now, now that I have opened up, I have opened up this possibility, and I asked for it from the Rabbanu Shalom. Now, the Rabbanu Shalom is an all-giving God, right? He's the master of the universe, is all-creating God, and he wants to give us brachas. Right? He wants to expand. Now that I did that, I, I, Hashem can give me that. If you have understanding of what you're asking for, you can well, ask. But I mean, it lays, it lays in me. Right? It's, not that, it's not that I'm going to be walking down the street and stumble upon, uh, and stumble upon some fortune of some sort, but it has to come from me. You know what I'm saying? It has to come from me. I have to give the bro- I have to give the the blessing. I have to have the belief the the the, the that, that Hashem will provide it to me. That God will provide it to me. Once I have that belief, then God will provide it. Because because until then I haven't expanded myself. I haven't. Does he end up blessing him? Because the whole because God is already way God's existence, right? Is already way beyond anything that I am or anything that I can conceive. The only, the only, the only, his, he, let's, he's synonymous with blessing, right? Because that's where the blessing comes from. So he's synonymous with, he's the essence of blessing. He's the essence of everything that's good. So everything that's good and, and everything that's blessing already exists within him. It's already a reality by him. But by me, because I am small, I am lacking, I don't have the concept or whatever. Therefore, he only manifests himself whatever I can take. But if I can take more, he'll manifest more. So it's not by him that he's going to make me bigger or give me more. It's going to have to come from me. And once it comes from me, then it will come to me. So actually, I have the power to bring it to myself. Was it a specific blessing? Let's just finish the paragraph and then we'll go to Naya. So in essence, a human being has a lot more control than we believe, than we, than we understand. So another yeah. control of what's going on in the world in relation to ourselves. If people are aware of it, they can... They can if I walk around today, if I walk around tomorrow, I'm going to have a good day. It's going to be a great day. Everything's going to go my way, right? Uh, I'm going to succeed about whatever, I, the, 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 whatever my goals are. I'm going to be healthy. I'm not going to be hungry. I'm going to, you know, whatever. My car's not going to break down. If I say all these things, and I ask for Hashem to do that, Hashem, thank you, you give me that, and give me this, and give me the other thing, that's going to happen. Because I'm expanding myself according to this. I'm, 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 uh, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm giving Hashem a bracha, so to speak, right? Who, who's Hashem anyway, right? Hashem, the, 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 uh, God, it's not another person that I'm relating to. So if Rabbi Shmuel, like what David said, can give Hashem a bracha, I give Hashem a bracha also. Why can't I give Hashem a bracha too? That he, that, that, that he is, that he is a attribute of mercy or kindness should expand me more to me than it is now. You're saying it's already there. We're just uncovering it by being... Yeah. Okay, it's, it's, yeah. it's always there is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. It, it's not... The, the, the difficulty is it's not an automatic valve that I open. Because Hashem has free choice. He can choose whatever He wants to do. He doesn't have to give it to me. But because He's good, because He's good, He's the essence of good, He wants to give it to me. Mm-hmm. So why should He not? Is this a little bit about uh, the same as when Hashem said to Moshe... I'm going to tell you the 13 attributes of Hashem, Hashem, Kel, Racham, Vachanan. So he, he told me. Yeah, well, yeah, this concept that we're now saying can fit into all of these things. Yeah, okay. So Let's I just finish the paragraph because I want to get to Nayach. Let's just finish. Yeah. That's a good analogy. Well, Amar and therefore he said to him, Kloimar, Shiyumi doisav below Shir. Rabbi Shmuel said that your attributes should stretch without measure. Until you go with your children beyond the letter of the law. Don't judge them according to the law. You should judge them beyond the letter of the law. Then, once you go beyond the letter of the law, that's called bracha, that's called blessing. Is that something that you're adding to the regular thing? This is called a blessing to Hashem. Lo mashu noisin shah bracha. Kikashiru noisin 
that when Hashem gives soiva ubracha shu bracha el which is a blessing to the receiver, ain't davar zenikra bracha el Hashem is brach. This is not called a bracha to Hashem himself. Avakasher bracha b'midosav b'atzmo when the bracha is in his in in his in his attributes. Shemidosav shin shinoigim bruyev that what in the way that he deals with people. Heim lifnemishur said then that's beyond the letter of the law. And the Amy Dois of Mukbal and Mishuarim, his attributes don't have any limit. So if let's say you say Hashem, for example, give me a candy. So then that's not an attribute of God. That's something that he's giving you. So he can give you a candy or not. But if you say, if you speak about the identity of Hashem or the identity in as much as it manifests itself in our relationship with him, and you say your mercy, which is an attribute, not a, a specific gift, should be without, 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 uh, should be without, without limit when it comes to me or to my family or to my nation or to my country, then there is no limit to the attribute of God. There's a limit to the candy. It's, like, it's a candy. It's not two candies. It's, it's not three candies. It's not a half a candy. It's one candy. But when you're talking about the attribute of God, of his mercy, that expands forever. That there's no limit to that. So once you plug into that, you ask for that, then then the, 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 that can go beyond anything that we imagined. With a whole lot of humility, am I that? The Kane, If this is so, Therefore, it's not a question. What do you mean that he's accepting a blessing from from a person? He's not accepting anything. Rak kilu amr yiratzon. It's only the bracha means that it should be your will. Shikach yinimtzay al banav bracha. That this is the way you should uh, act with your children with the bracha. And therefore he asked Rabbi Shmuel to bless him. Kloimar. In other words, this means shibikishi uyes bracha noyekim banav minus bracha. He Hashem is asking that Rabbi Shmuel should provide the possibility that Hashem would deal with his children with bracha. Okay? And we have to believe that. that if we believe that, then it actually is going to come true. Is that an example? Or is that the, the general example? Or is that the exact blessing that he, that he gave him? That the exact blessing that he gave him. We have an exact blessing. Wow. It's from the Gemara. The, the Gemara says the exact blessing. Now, the thing is, is that this is... Okay, let's relate this to Noyach. We actually have to believe this. Now, Rabbi Shema would say, oh, you, you, know, you want me to give you a bracha? Fine, sure, I'll give you a bracha. Do, do we know what happened before right, but, or after this blessing? The, the, how it changed Ishmael? No, we don't. We don't know. The Gemara just tell us what happened. Not at least not in this place. But but the thing is, is that is that is that we have to believe that. Because if we if we just say it, and we don't actually believe it, then it's not going to happen, right? Because then it's a then it's a farce. Then we're not expanding our horizons. We're just throwing. Uh, we're just, we're just shooting in the, in the dark and hopefully we'll hit something. But saying it makes it something actual though, right? You still have to say it in order for... You have to say it and believe it. Yeah. You have to... You have to you have, uh, Rabbi Shmuel had to say it. So you have to verbalize it and you have to believe it. Because if you don't believe it, it's not going to happen because you're not actually expending an idea. I'll be a CEO. I'll make a $50 million. You know. I'm going to win this race. But you don't, do you actually believe that you're going to win this race? Mm-hmm. Do you believe that all the people who are strong in this race are strong because God has given them that strength and He can give you that strength just as well as He gave it to everybody else? Right? Or He could take it away from them and give it to you or get them a flat tie or whatever. Well, nice. Do you believe that, that you are going to win? Or are you just saying it? Are you paying lip service to, to, this, to, this, to this morale, to this Gemara? So if you actually believe that, well, one of his attributes is he he calls those things that are not as if they existed already. But us, we have complexities with our minds. So if we don't see it, we don't believe it. So well, the way, the, the, if we go, that's where faith comes in. Right. So and that's then, talk. Now let's talk noyah. So then, Noyak. so then, how does somebody practice that faith where it's challenging you to go to another level? that you don't know of. Because if you knew it, you would ask of it. Or you would Well, that's why it. you came today. To no, you know it. Done, you right? know it. You just don't think it's by you. So we just you don't think it's by you. Right, you have, a, you have a, what is it, you have a haircut place, right? So 
You imagine yourself having a haircut place in every state in the United States? Some way, yes. You do? Yes. Good. Right? So some people don't. You know, like we said, mad, uh, mothers against drunk driving. They have an office in every state in the United States. Do you imagine such a thing that there should be an organization that would be so big that it would start, that they would have an office in every state in, every, in the United States? People don't have that uh, imagination. Mm-hmm. What? So, so some people don't believe that. They're resigned to, you know, this is my shot. It's, it's, it's almost like Hashem needs you to believe in, in yourself and in Him. He well, need he it. needs you. He, he, he it's not. Better. It's again the same thing. The analogy we said with physics. He can't talk to you physics if you don't know it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm very familiar with what you're saying. I mean, I mean I'm just asking a rhetorical question, somewhat to get the mind going. But it takes it takes a lot of searching him out. It takes a lot of humility yeah. to be able to finally get to a place where you're challenged by God to where. Now you're able to see other things inside of yourself to ask for, to, yeah. to search out, yeah. and then make them a reality with, with the hand of God helping you. Yeah. It, 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 that, that, most of the time, a lot of people don't do it unless they're faced with a difficulty. You know, like right. I say, uh, like my wife just got told that you know, she has a tumor uh. in her breast. It makes her think a lot of crazy things that I'm not thinking about. She's thinking they're not so positive sometimes. But in those times, she has to calm down. She has to remember who God is. She has to humble herself and then go talk to him. And that's kind of hard for her, whereas I can come in and look at it from a different perspective and say... Right, so this would be, this would be that, 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 you know... Uh, I don't want to talk personal things, but if a person would say if they have a health issue, for example, they'd say, you know, I have perfect, I, you know, God heal me from this, you know. Well, why shouldn't he? I mean, why shouldn't he? He can do it. Why not? What? He is the rope. Yeah. Why shouldn't he do it? It's he's beyond the he's beyond the natural he's beyond the natural. I'll find it really interesting how you take what we're learning from Rav Ishmael to Noach, because I sure don't remember... I'll find it interesting anything, too, Anything of, of what Noah well, how about has this? done well, how about relates this? to what we're talking well, about. Why, how, about this? how about this? How about this? Chapter 7. Pasuk Aleph. Noah. Noah? Yeah. And Hashem said to Noah, hopefully we have the right Pasuk. Chapter 7, Pasuk Aleph. Okay, well, let's do this one first. He said to him, Go, you and your entire household, into the ark. Because I have seen you, I have seen you as being the righteous person in this generation. Now, why was he telling him that? Because he told him he's going to flood. He's going to flood out humanity. That's what he was telling him. That's what the first verse says. Now, so what did Noah do? He obeyed. He obeyed. Pasuk 7 says like this. And Noah and his sons and his wife and their wives and, and his sons' wives went, Ito with him, Elateva, they went into the ark. And then the Pasik says something peculiar. They went because of the waters of the Mabel. Now Rashi is bothered by it. Why do you have to add that for? Just say, Hashem told Noach to go in. And Noach went in, finished. And then the animals, and then whatever, and then the water came, the whole story. Mabel is the flood? The flood. Yeah. Okay. Because of the way Rashi is bothered, what do, you tell, what do you mean? What do you mean? Because of the waters of the Mabel. So they went because of the water, or they went because they... They went because of the water. 
So it wasn't because... Oh, they went because of the water. It hasn't happened yet, so I'm going to believe God that He's telling me the truth, so I'm going to go by faith. The, uh, the, we're just reading the verse here. Let's read the verse. The verse says, He went in because of the water. That's what the verse says. So Rashi's bothered by it. The commentary is bothered by it. What do you mean you went because of the water? You went and Hashem told you to go. What do you mean you went because of the water? What does that mean? Rashi says. Noach was... Not sure how to translate this exactly. Noah was a uh, small in his belief in God. Hmm. Not in a belief in God. I mean, he believed in God. He spoke to him, but in belief in God's promise. I guess he was small. Small means he wasn't big. Being small doesn't mean he was zero. Now, when God told him he's going to bring the flood, doesn't mean he didn't believe him. He did believe him, because small means there was a measure of belief. There wasn't certainty. It wasn't. But but he but he wasn't big. He wasn't one hundred percent certain that God was going to bring the marble. He was. If you make a big person a small person, he was small. Miketane emuna. What does that mean? He believed and he didn't believe. Shiyova hamabel that the flood would come. He did not go into the ark until the waters forced him in. And that's what it means in the verse, because of the water. When, when the water was up to here, when he had no choice, when he saw that the whole place was flooding, then he, then he went into the ark. But before that, he didn't go in. It made it well, that much harder for him to build the ark because how could you build an ark if you're small about belief whether or not the flood was going to well, come? Yeah, maybe, maybe. So it must have been harder for him to even But he was Mikitani Amuna. He believed that the flood bit. would come. He told all his neighbors that it, that it was coming. But in the back of his mind, he wasn't 100% sure that it was coming. Mm-hmm. And he didn't pray for their tissue. What? He didn't pray for them either, did he? Well, I think you said... Well, that's a different topic. Yeah, We're not talking that topic. We can talk here the whole partial. We can learn the whole year. Okay. Right. <laughs> that's it. Pray for Didn't pray for them. The difference between him and Avram, whatever. Right? What? What are you saying? I'm saying you already said in a previous time that he didn't believe in himself enough either to believe that he would make a difference if he told anybody. That was the... the yeah, for, 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 right. We said that from somebody. That was Lauren Rebbe made. Yeah. He said, said that, that the reason why he didn't pray for them because he didn't believe in himself that he, they would listen to him. He, he thought he was an honor. He was small. He was, he was an honor. He was too. And, and he was too modest. He didn't Rabbi believe. Was saying that sometimes you're right. Maybe that is related to that. Maybe it's related. Maybe it's all part of one pathology. Yeah. He, he didn't believe in 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 himself. His own ability. So, what? Sounds like Moses. Has, why? Why? Why is Moses? He had doubts too. About whether he should do the job. He wasn't eloquent in speaking. He wasn't. He oh, he wasn't eloquent. Well, he had a different topic. He had a different issue. He wanted his brother to be. He wanted his brother to be uh, number one. He didn't want to be. He was. All right, fine. We'll, Moses will leave it for now. But, so, 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 so. This is what the pasuk means. Mipnei hamabel. He went in into the into the ark because of the water. Because once the water came, then he said, oh, the water's coming, I gotta go in. Right? So now, how are we gonna relate this to our topic? Because here, okay, so we, we can relate this pretty easy, right? So here, God is not saying, according to the morale, Hashem is not saying, I'm going to, I'm going to do this, I'm gonna do that. Rabbi Shmuel's gotta invent that. Rabbi Shmuel, like you were saying, he's gotta invent that in his mind. He's gotta say, well, you're dealing with the Jewish people according to the letter of the law, mm-hmm. right? Deal with the Jewish people beyond the letter of the law. Because that's your attribute. So now we have such a concept. Now Hashem is going to do that. Because he wants, Hashem wants to do that. He wants to deal with the Jewish people beyond the letter of the law. So now, so now, but certainly if God comes to you and tells you, Noach, I'm going to save you. Everybody's going to die. And you are going to be saved. He comes and tells you. If he didn't tell you, you could pray to him and say, God, can you make me a table? Can you make me an ark and put me in it? You know? But he, but, but, so now, so, so, if he would have done that, maybe Hashem would have done that also. Right? What would happen if Hashem would come to Noach and say, listen, Noach, I'm really sorry about this. Uh, you know, it's like the, the, the beginning of that book on, um, 
what was that book? There was a book that I, I read, a science fiction children's book, where, where at the beginning of the book, there, there's a spaceship that comes to planet Earth, and there's loudspeakers, and in, in the loudspeakers it says, in the beginning it says, uh, we're building an intergalactic highway, and planet Earth is, is in the way, and uh, you have 10 minutes, uh, we're going to uh, destroy the whole planet so, that, so to make room for the highway. That's a children's and, Yeah. Uh, young adults. Yeah. And then, and then, and then, and then that's it. No, no discussion, no, no negotiation, no, no uh, nothing. Sounds like the government. Shalom. Shalom. That's it. We're done. Right? This is what happens. So Hashem could have come to Noach and he could have said, Noach, listen, I'm really sorry. You're a good guy. You're a tzaddik, whatever. But you happen to be in a generation where everybody is is, is you know corrupt and we, we, we got to start new this is this, this is not working so I'm gonna bring a flood in uh, in, in, in in you know in whatever amount of time and uh, sure. do the best you can then mm-hmm. learn as much Torah as you can pray whatever and then Noah can say listen Hashem I know you make an ark for me make me an ark put me in it I promise that when I get out I'll, I'll be I'll be uh, productive uh, I'll teach my children the opposite of, of all the things. You know, I, I got a family, I got a whole thing, whatever. And Hashem would say, yeah, because Noah conceived it. Right? Because Noah conceived, like we just said. Noah conceived that Hashem has, the, the letter of the law is, everybody goes. Okay, listen, even the, in the, you know, this is the way you do it. This is, we do this every time. We make a war, civilians get killed. What do you do? Collateral damage. What are you going to do? And, you know, you, you gotta you do what you do. So, so, so it's it's the letter of the law is as Noach goes with everybody. Shalom. Now we're gonna start a new plan. We're gonna start a new world. So, but Noach says, deal with me beyond the letter of the law because I haven't done anything wrong. So Hashem, would, like like uh, the Maral says, Hashem is uh, Hashem wants to give. He wants to deal with the letter of the law, but it's gotta be conceptualized. It's gotta be brought into reality uh, by the people. They gotta they gotta be bigger. So that Hashem can manifest Himself in a bigger way. Fine, but Hashem didn't even have to say that to him. Hashem didn't even give that Noach that opportunity. He told him straight, "I'll make you an ark and I'll put you in it." Mm-hmm. But even then, Noach didn't want to go in. Even then, he didn't think the water is going to come. So who made the ark? He did. Noach. He made the ark. Told him exactly how to make it. Told me, yeah. Rabbi, Rabbi. Did did Hashem promise not to do floods anymore um, after that flood because of Noah's account or somebody else's? Oh, I don't know. I don't know why. I forget why for now. I'm not like in, the, in holding over there. Why? I thought it was that he won't punish us by water. Yeah, but what he's asking why? Yeah. What are you saying? It's just uh, how did he get to getting this the schematics for the ark? Like, he told him. He appeared to him in a prophecy. So isn't this bizarre, like that he doesn't believe, even though yeah. he, it's just so, bizarre. So, Rabbi, getting back to what you, the original thing, though, with the, um, the original story, I can't remember the names of everybody, okay? But he gets to the point where Hashem asks him to give him a blessing. That's a very, it almost seems arrogant, like giving God a, like. Well, Hashem like, asked him. No, I get that, right? So he asked him, but he also has, he does it, right? So he he thinks he can do it. Like he believes he can do it. Then you have to believe you can give Hashem a blessing too, right? right. So you're saying that that's a that's a state of understanding that's very high. And you're saying Noah... Well, that's was, why he has... You're saying Noah wasn't in that state. In other words, mm-hmm. he... The morale explains that, that Rabbi Shmuel, that when he... He used one, two, three, four, five, six names of Hashem, which, which uh, denote all different attributes that he was holding at. Rabbi Shmuel, at the, like the highest level. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're saying that Noah, though, wasn't, he wasn't tapped into this type of thinking, then, is what you're saying, because it, it's... I'm not saying it, I'm saying that the rabbis are saying it, because Ra- we said, Rashi said he went because of the water. Yeah, I'm not saying it myself. I'm not postulating it. No, no, no. I'm just saying, is that the idea, though, in the contrast between the two? That, the, yeah, that, so that's what we're interpreting yeah. for the benefit, because it's a partial class, and we have to say something about yeah. Noah. <laughs> so we're saying that Noah was in the opposite side of the spectrum of Rabbi Shmuel in this area, at least, mm-hmm. even though he preceded him by, uh, you know, many, many years. But we're saying, yeah, of course, he was Miktanim, and Rabbi Shmuel was the opposite. 
This is what the, the Maral says in the next line. The Dabr Zehu Inyan Echad. This is the same thing. Imasha Omru, what the rabbis say, she Yisrael Moisif and Koach. He says it. The Jewish people add strength, uh, power, vigvura, and strength lemala to Hashem. We can actually ourselves add strength and power to Hashem. Mm-hmm. The, and again, we're not talking about the essence of God Himself. What whenever we say that we're adding power and strength to Hashem, we're saying we're adding power and strength as far as our perception is concerned. As far as His manifestation upon us, we're concerned. We're adding His power in us more. And that's what He wants. He wants that. Because the more, the, 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 more, the more power you add, the more He is found in the oh, universe. Is that why it's important for us to... Uh, yeah, but yeah, we could say that all. Yeah, explain that also, yeah. That we can make him king and that, that the last that he right. that needs us to make... Yeah. Or the last mission in Pekiyavos that says yeah. that the Hashem created the universe for his own honor. Yeah. What does that mean? Again, it means that what we're saying here. It's not for his own honor that he's looking right. for honor. But what do you say there? So we're unlocking the godliness within the world. Is it, so it, 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 we, what you're calling strength is really... The, the godliness in the world. So we're, we're, by changing ourselves or doing something ourselves, we're uncovering something in, in this world, right? So it benefits us, so to speak. But you're saying it's there, it's our perception of it being there. So once you're, so to speak, opening that perception up, you brought godliness into the world. So you're strengthening yeah. God in the world. Yeah. Even, okay. Is it, does that, does that articulate? Yeah, that's right. But the, the thing that, that, that's uh, earth shattering to me at least, is that we're just doing it by, by a mere utterance, a mere expression, a mere statement. Because that's what a bracha is. That's all it is, right? It's a statement. Rabbi Shmuel made a statement. He didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. He didn't do a couple more push-ups. You know, he didn't learn more Torah. He's making a psychological and spiritual change in himself. Yeah, he that is. Statement. It's more than just a statement, Rabbi. Right, so what we're saying is that the power of our, the power of our articulation is as such is that when we articulate a belief in the way that we're saying it uh, regarding Noah, when we articulate a belief, that belief expands us spiritually every time we articulate it. As long as we believe what we're saying. Hey, could you imagine if all Jews understood what you just said about opening ourselves up to Hashem and allowing, expanding ourselves with Hashem and what that would do? And that, that's what he we says. We that as Jews. That's what he says when he said, Yishmael b'ni b'rcheni. He said, give me a blessing. This means like this. What's all it means? Tivorach hoisi should bless me achani nimtza until I am found bibrocha el b'ni, el bonai. Until I am found in blessing to my son, to my children. And when I, when I will deal with them beyond the letter of the law, in Bonai with my children. Eight fifty-five. I think if we continue, we're going to need another like half hour. So I think we have to end right here, because this what is already was the another. Of the two guys in the beginning of the story. There was only one person, Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Yishmael, Rabbi Yishmael, Yishmael, and the other one was Hashem, was God. Yeah. Meeting between Rabbi Shmuel and God. That's it. We didn't have any other people. Right? Uh, and we had Noah. Well, there's three people in the story. We had Rabbi Shmuel and God, and we had Noah. Well, Noah's not part of that story. Noah's right? not part of that story. He's yeah. a story of an, in of himself. Story he told about an example of a person speaking to another person and saying, Give me a blessing. That's the Talmud. Okay. That was the Talmud. Hmm. So the lesson for us is that we have, like David said, we have more power than we thought we had if we believe. If we allow it. Sounds like Elijah and Elisha. Elisha. Yeah, in Hebrew that's different. Well, I I always say Yeah, but in Hebrew it's Eliyahu and Alisha, which Mm -hmm. is completely different. Very different. Is it Rabbi Ishmael, is he the son of, of, of the prophet Elisha? Or is that a different Elisha? Uh, I think it's Rabbi Elisha, Rabbi Shmuel Ben. Um, how does the Gemara start? 
I'm Rabbi Shmuel ben Alisha. I think it's Rabbi Shmuel ben Alisha. It does, he it's not the same Alisha, is it? No, 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 no. No, it's a different person. So uh, Rabbi is big like on to what she just said about what we talked about. Is it is the is there a strength or not strength? I don't know what the word is. It there's more control than we think we have. Like yeah, okay, yeah. So we get we get we're we're trapped in thinking we don't or we're not that we're small <clears throat> and don't have. The power to do things. And that, that, and you know, yeah, you can give, you can give, yeah. you can give Hashem a bracha. I don't know if you can give Hashem, you can give, and you, you can give Hashem a bracha. The Maral discusses this. The, the way a bracha works is from one to somebody else, not from one to oneself. Or you say, I will be healthy, that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. But if you say, Hashem's attribute of kindness will expand to make me healthy, that's going to work. Because I'm, I'm, I'm believing that and I'm saying it. And now Hashem's kindness is going to manifest in the world through me. And I have the power to make that happen. But the answer is not always yes either. And then, yeah, I know, but if it happens, it brings glory to Hashem. It does. Right? But if your wife does find a way Rabbi to Shmuel, get Tanya, I'm a Rabbi Shmuel ben Alisha. This is the same, yeah. Glory to Hashem, right? Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha, but it's not the same person. No, it can't be. Right. It can't be. Went off, went off the deep no, it's can't be. It's Eliyahu and Novi, time of Eliyahu, time of Shmuel ben Elisha, it's different times. It can't be. Yeah, because Elisha demanded a blessing from Elijah. He demanded a double portion of a blessing, not because he believed he was God or he Right, but but that's because because he was connected. The way the Talmud ends is that you should is 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 the Talmud says the lesson that we learn from that conversation between Rabbi Shmuel ben Alisha and God, we learn that to everybody, that if we receive a blessing from somebody who's lower than us, we shouldn't take it lightly. And the Maral explains because what they're doing is when they say a when they give us a blessing about God's attributes. What they're doing is that they're expanding the manifestation of God within us. And they can do that because they're outside of us. So, so it, we, not only do we have the power to make that expansion in ourselves, but we can do it with somebody else. We, we have one but, guy in our community that's an expert at that. He blesses you and your family every chances that he gets. Yeah, let's say I give, I give your wife a blessing that she, should, that she, that, that she will be healthy. I'll give you my address. What? I'll give you my address. No, I could just say it now. Ahead, Give her a blessing. She should be healthy, and that she'd be completely healed from her from her ailment. That God's that God's kindness and mercy should expand to healing her. So now, what I did was, you know, what the, what the Maral says that what you're doing is the manifestation of God is 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 uh, is now is 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 like open. Uh, we have this power. Yeah. Then we can make it happen by doing that, by verbalizing. Did we learn everything that there is no, to didn't. learn from this particular story? Is there a lot more to no, that no, story? No, there's a lot more, but we only have an hour. No, not Okay, thank you. Have a good job, everybody. You writing a book? Huh? You keep the notes? I keep them, but you know, just the writing makes it, you know, they say if you